Welcome to Finding Holiness, where we delve into timeless Torah wisdom, revealing the sacred in everyday moments. Join us on a journey to elevate your spirituality and discover holiness in every aspect of life. I'm your host, Rabbi David Kadosh, and together, let's embark on a path of spiritual exploration. I hope you enjoy this next episode. Thanks for joining us. We are continuing with the book Bilvavi Mishkan Evne. We are on chapter 1, part Gimel. And the discussion is, again, clarifying life's purpose. He writes, If people choose to ask, what should be the starting point on how to begin our service of God? And what is, again, that main idea or focus that a person should have when serving God? One person might say that he has a weakness in his diligence in the study of Torah. And according to him, from his vantage point and from his own way of thinking, that should be the start on how to improve himself and where to fix. Hashani, somebody else, might answer differently. Looking at his own situation, that the weakest link in his service of God would be Lashon Hara. Who margis shehu lo nizhar karaui bishmirat leshono. He feels that he needs a lot of improvement in this area. He's not weary. He's not taking care of uh, guarding his tongue the way it should be. Po v'sham yotzim mipiv dvarim she'en raui umuta leomram. Here and there, words are consistently being emitted from his mouth that are not permitted to be said, and therefore that's the, that's the area where he needs improvement. Hashelishi, the third person, Yashiv, Shelefi Mabato al Matzavo, when he looks at his own situation, shalom bait, is peace in home, the peace in his house with his family, with his wife. That's an area where he needs to fix, where he needs to change and do it quickly. He feels that he doesn't have enough patience when it comes to his wife and his children. He doesn't include them. He's always focused on his own work. He leaves out his children. He ignores them. And he doesn't, may not provide for them as much as he wants to, as much as they need. And like this, you ask different people, you'll come up with a whole bunch of different answers because every person is different in terms of where they feel they need to improve. And if so, then a person needs to uh, respond to each person individually based on his own situation. However, the truth is, that's not really what it's supposed to be. There is one nekuda 
there is one aspect, there's one area that everybody must begin with, and rarely do we find an exception to this rule. He moves on to part Dalid, part 4. Kol echad ve'echad me'itanu nishlach min ha'olam ha'elion le'olam hazeh. Every one of us has been sent from the upper world, the world of the spiritual, to this world, the world of the physical. Misha Zacha, whoever merited, Nishlach Lekan Migan Eden, it will be sent from here, was sent from here from Gan Eden. Nishlach Lekan Migainam. And those who are not Zoche are uh, going to Gainam. Hatzada Shaveh Bekulam. The, well, the common denominator amongst everybody, we all came here. We are, we are all here on earth. We were either sent from here from the upper worlds in Gan Eden, or we were sent from here back from Geinam. Why? To serve God. So, what is the reason why we were sent back to this world? He explains, Yesh bene adam sheshanu vekaru besifre kodesh. There are many people that learned and read in the holy books. Verau et amevoar bahem. They saw what was explained in those books. Shekol adam chazal letaken lefachot chet echad. A person reincarnated to come back in this world to fix at least one sin. There's one avera that he did, at least. And we are back here in order to rectify that Avera. And that sin becomes his Nisayon, his main test. And hence, this becomes our purpose in this world, which is to rectify that sin, that Avera, to pass that test in this world. But really, truthfully, the work of man even though he was sent, yes, to this world to fix this sin, this specific sin, or more. The avodah, the work, does not begin with fixing the sin. There's a lot that comes from before that. Tikkun, the concept of rectification, is if a person has a house and something in the house is broken, such as a wall, there's a hole in the wall, or the door doesn't shut properly, or the window doesn't shut properly, you have a cracked tile. Then you need this for this kilkul, tikkun. You need a tikkun. You need something to fix it. I have a hole in my wall. I have to plaster up the wall. I have to sand it. I have to repaint it. And now I fix it. This is on condition that I have a home and there is something that is broken in the home and I must fix. Ulam im en But if a person doesn't have a house, en what need is there to fix anything? There's nothing to fix. You don't have a home, you don't have a base, you don't have a foundation. Techilat sarich bait First you need the house and then you have to fix it. You have to make sure that it's livable, you have to make sure that there's no damage. So he explains, So is the purpose 
or the service of man in this world, servicing his Creator. Even though that the person came down to this world to fix uh, sin X, you can't possibly say that his entire avoda is solely to fix that avera. That this is what how it begins and this is how it ends. So what's the purpose? That's it. I, I fix it. If I if my if my sin was that I forgot to say Shema one morning. So that's it. I come to this world. I say Shema one morning and this I finished done. I don't have any more avoda. Can't be. A person must build himself first to construct in his nefesh, in his soul, something that's true, something that is that is that is solid towards his avodat Hashem. Once you have that edifice. Now you can go and fix what you need to fix. Fix a door, fix the window. continues. Sometimes you have a person that he comes to fix his sin, and that sin has some pegamim, some stains um, from a previous Gilgul, from previous reincarnation. Vergaim Sfurim at different times. So now, if I fix all these things, was the rest of my life just totally wasted? Like there was just no no purpose to it. Once I like I said, once I once I fixed and I read the Shema that one time and I happened to live another 60, 70 years. So what? 60, 70 years minus the time to say Shema was a total waste of time? Lo velo, absolutely not, he says. The whole purpose is to build your soul, you build that binyan in your soul from the beginning, the moment you're born to the end of your life. And you're only, you're only putting focus, extra focus, in addition to your whole life, on those sins that you're coming to fix. So what do we see from here? We see that particular detail is not the main work at all times. There's a, there's a general reason as to why people come down to this world. Reshit, firstly, tzarich levarer mahi hasiba, and we have to figure out what that reason is. Vechashel hasiba tiye berura leadam, once the reason becomes clear, nitzrach shasiba zu techayev etahamod leneged enav bekol etu b'chol sha'ah, then that has to face us, it has to glare at us constantly at every moment, at every hour. Vezot mikevan shekol rega mamash uchai, and since... And, and, and since he, every moment that he's alive, his purpose of life, the reason for his living is there present. That is what is going to dictate how he's going to move along in life and which road and path he's going to take. 
וכך, therefore, עליו לחיות עם הסיבה הזו יום יום שעה שעה לרגלים תבחננו ממש. And that reason is what, what carries him every single day, every single hour, every single minute. כלומר, ידיעה הסיבה אינה ידיעה בעלמא, אלא ידיעה שכל צורת החיים צריכה להיות תואמת לידיעה זו. That is to say that the knowledge of the reason for our existence is not an ordinary piece of information, but rather one to which one's entire life must be attuned. לכך, בכל רגע ממש צריך להתאים את המחשבות, ההרגשות והמעשים של רגע זה לסיבה. Therefore, each moment you have to adapt, we have to adapt our thoughts and our feelings and our actions to this reason. When a person knows and understands that reason for existence, he will understand that even that personal rectification, that whatever uh, uh, specific mission you were set out to do, it's all connected to the general reason. It's a part of it. In part 5, he gives an example, a mashal, to explain his point. Let us provide a parable or an example. Nagar, if you have a carpenter, he takes a saw in one hand and he has a board in another hand. And he begins to saw. If when he's sawing the board, he is dealing strictly with the work of sawing, and, um, and is, then nothing will go wrong. If a person is, is, while he's supposed to be sawing, his machshava is now dealing with other things, and his, since his mind is preoccupied with other matters, and he doesn't put his mind to the task, What's going to happen is that the cut will be a wrong cut. It will be faulty. Or the board will slip out of his hand. God forbid, he might even cut his hand. That's because you're not focusing what you have to do. This is, the reason is because even though he took the saw in his hand, he knew what he had to do all this may happen even while he took the saw in hand and he knew what he was supposed to do and why he was doing it. He even knows how to use the saw. But when he's actually sawing, then everything escapes his mind. And now he thinks about something else completely. And that's why he failed. He failed the mission. That is the mashal. So what is a nimshal? Hem hem advarim ba nimshal. This is what we can learn. This is what is applied to what we're saying. Fal amru chazal, our chachamim already told us, she'al hadayan lirot et asmo ke'ilu cherev chadam unachad lo ben yarchotav. That a judge needs to imagine that a sword is placed between his thighs. This is based on a gemaran masechet sanhedrin, davzayin amur aleph. So meaning any small error that a judge makes is extremely dangerous. Every man is really 
a judge for himself. And therefore, our work in this world is compared to the work of a carpenter. The moment our mind wanders, the moment we're not thinking and focusing on what our purpose in life should be, Hence, we put ourselves in a very, very dangerous position at every moment that we're not thinking of that. And therefore, once a person clarifies his purpose, and it's up to him to live with this every single day, like he's being tested at every moment. The, the, the knowledge of the purpose of life is not just something that one hears about. He writes down, and then he, he files it away in a, in a folder on his desk, in his desk, or on a Google Drive or Dropbox. And then once a year before Pesach, he sees these uh, these files and he just blows off the dust because he hasn't looked at them or paid attention to them. This knowledge needs to be experienced. It must be lived and breathed so that one is totally, totally focused and attuned to it. We'll continue next time.